0: Science Journal for Kids and Teens presents. How can sharing knowledge better explain land use changes in Ethiopia? Adapted from the original peer-reviewed paper in the journal Ecology and Society, published in June 2020. Research conducted by Kara Steger, Girma Nagusi, and others from the Graduate Degree Program in Ecology at Colorado State University. And the Amhara Agricultural Research Institute at the Sakota Dryland Agricultural Research Center in Ethiopia, respectively. See the full list of authors in the accompanying pdf. Read by Miranda Wilson. Abstract. When you think about environmental issues, you probably think about science. How does science explain the problem? How can we use science to create a solution? Yet if we only think like scientists, we may miss important details. That is why we need to share knowledge with people who have different perspectives. We shared knowledge with local residents near the Guassa grassland in Ethiopia to discuss how land use had changed over time. They described how they use the land and the benefits it provides. Using satellite technology, we created maps of the area. We then shared these maps with the people of Guassa. Together, we found a link between soil problems and land use changes. We also determined how different management strategies affect land use. Because we shared knowledge with the local residents, we created a more complete picture of what is happening in Guasa. Introduction. Ecosystem conservation is an important but difficult task. That's because people need local ecosystems for their ecosystem services or benefits. But overuse of these services can negatively affect the organisms that live in these ecosystems. So, how do we balance the needs of people and wildlife? The scientific community describes environmental impacts using data. They also use what they know to identify possible solutions. But the people who live in the area often have a better understanding of the ecosystem. After all, they experience it every day. That is why it is important for both scientists and local communities to work together. When they do, we have knowledge co-production. By sharing their different viewpoints and learning from each other, scientists and local residents create a more detailed picture of the problem. It also means they can develop a more successful and fair solution. The Guasa Community Conservation Area in Ethiopia is a grassland. People from nine cabales live around it and have managed it successfully for hundreds of years. Guasa supports many species. The most well known is the gelata monkey. Many endangered species, such as the Ethiopian wolf, also make their home there. Guasa provides the cabales with many ecosystem services. For example, the people make Guasa grasses into rope, construction material, and roof thatch. Our study used knowledge co-production in Guasa to investigate the causes and consequences of environmental change. Could local residents provide a new perspective on what happened in Guasa? Here is a photo of the gelada monkey, which is one example of wildlife found in the Guasa conservation area in Ethiopia. The males are really spectacular. Methods. Land classes. We interviewed people in small groups to determine the different ways that they use the land. We called these different uses land classes. Examples of land classes include farmland, native forest, and protected grasses. Participants discussed how these land classes changed over time. Then, they marked the location of each land class on a map. Here in Figure 1, you can see people from one Kabale drawing a map, pictured right, showing the location of different land classes. The drawing on the right depicts different symbols for each of the land classes. Written in the local language, the legend shows what the different symbols on the map mean. Ecosystem Services We asked the groups to list the ecosystem services of each land class. Then they ranked these benefits in order of importance. Using a computer program, we analyzed the group's rankings to see how well they agreed which services were most important. Changes in land use. Next, we used remote sensing to collect land cover information. We also went to Guasa to collect ground information on where the different land classes are located and what they look like. Using both datasets, we created a land use map. We also collected satellite images from 1985 to the present to compare how land use changed over time. Finally, we used satellite and rain gauge data to determine changes in rain levels during the same period. Co-production workshops. We asked local residents for feedback about the land use map, rain data, and land use change images. This was to make sure they were in agreement. We asked them to suggest explanations for the changes shown in the data. Results, land classes. Local people from the nine Cabales identified 10 different land classes. The satellite images showed that farmland is the largest land class. They showed that water and built upon areas are the smallest. Ecosystem services. Most of the identified ecosystem services are provisioning services, products from the ecosystem that people can use. The most important ecosystem service from each land class was consistent across all Cabales for seven land classes, but the most important service from the native forests caused disagreement. Some groups saw the most value in selling the forest wood, Others thought wood was more important for making household tools. Local people also identified different services provided by grazing land and protected grasses. These are two different kinds of grassland. They told us that different kinds of grasses grow there, providing different types of ecosystem services. Changes in land use. The Kabbalahs agreed about many of the land use changes over time but changes in farmland, native forests, and shrublands were different across Cabales. Water changes also varied. Surface water decreased, but groundwater increased. In Table 1, you can see changes in land class based on satellite image analysis and conversations with local residents. Land class can be seen in the left column of the table and the type of change in the right column. From top to bottom, they are as follows. Bare land increased, constructed areas increased, farmland varied based on Kabale, grazing land decreased, native forest varied based on Kabale, plantation forests increased, protected grasses decreased then increased, shrublands varied based on Kabale, stone increased, groundwater increased, and surface water decreased. Looking at the table, which land classes saw an increase? Discussion. Our satellite images showed that land use around Guasa changed in different ways. Local people identified soil erosion as the reason for many of these changes. Losing the soil exposed more rock, thereby increasing stone and decreasing available farmland. Erosion also explained the loss of surface water resources as it blocked streams from flowing. Some people then drilled wells to access groundwater. The people said soil fertility was also a problem, although the effects on farmland differed. A decrease in spring rain has also made farming more difficult. The changes in protected grasses showed the importance of conservation management practices. The government removed Guasa land ownership from local people. This meant they could not protect the grasses using their traditional practices. The amount of protected grasses decreased because people no longer worked together. When the Cabales regained control over their land, the grasses started to grow again. The satellite maps told us that changes in land cover had occurred, but not why or how they affected the people. Local people filled in these knowledge gaps but they needed the satellite maps to help them remember. That is why it is important for scientists and local residents to share knowledge. With better understanding, we can prepare for future environmental change. Conclusion. Our research demonstrates how knowledge co-production can improve our understanding of environmental changes. Sharing knowledge helps us fill in gaps from only looking at the issue from one perspective. Knowing why things changed in the past can help make better decisions in the future. You can also use knowledge co-production. Start a conversation at your school or in your community to discuss any current problems. Include all the different people involved, not just those who want change. Listen to all the different perspectives, then work together to find the best solution for everyone. Thank you for listening to this recording. Visit our website, sciencejournalforkids.org, for more free science teaching resources.